Everybody, welcome back to the Dual Screens Cross Play Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me this week is not Andy, it's Corey. What's going on, Corey? How are you? Not much. Just, you know, uh, getting ready to uh, pump out some crazy amount of content because mm. we've got... Today's like a big, big day for all of us because I think we're going to record this. Mm-hmm. And right after this, you're recording Faction Wars. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, I'm recording our new show. Mm. A pilot of our new show. A pilot of our new show, XVP. That's right. XVP, which nobody knows anything about, but after we get the pilot done, we'll uh, we'll make make announcements and stuff. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what the hell you're listening to, it's very simple. This is the Dual Screens Crossblade Podcast, the internet's number one gaming news podcast that no one watches or listens to, probably. The show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home, Podbean. And of course, recording live on twitch.tv slash dual screens streams and later as a video on demand on youtube.com slash dual screens t b um you know it's kind of amazing dual screens has been ramping up quite a bit we're we're trying to really uh put our feet down get a get a nice foothold it's been we're about to enter our fifth year of well, technically it's our, it would still be our fourth year, but like when Andy and I started planning, um, we're going to get, we're going to get close here. Um, and we can't do this stuff. We can't grow without the support of our listeners and our viewers, these staunchest supporters who support us on patreon.com slash NDS podcast, like our Patreon producers, Colton, the apprentice Nestler, FNH Paul and Vegas girl on fire. They're, uh, and they're obviously they're not the only ones that support us. Anyone that supports us on Patreon or just in our chats, sharing our, our, our shows and just supporting us any way they can. It helps tremendously. If you want to support us, please go to patreon.com slash NDS podcast. You could also at any tier, you'll get an invite to our uh, private discord where you could hang out with us, talk video games, really know a lot about what we're going to talk about on crossplay. You get to know all of the guests that are going to be, on the show, you can even hang out with some guests because they're actually in our Discord as well. But folks, you do that, and that's the in. That's how you get in. But let's get on with the show here. Yes, we have some other shows that we're going to record, but this is about the news, the hotness of what's going on in video games right now. Okay, so the hot stuff. The hot stuff. Now, Corey, I'm I'm going to go right into the indie news update here. The adventures in gaming. Uh, there's just there's just too much to discuss it's gonna be the same thing anyway right there's too much to discuss ladies and gentlemen in my inbox i was given a trailer and and a press release for this game okay called beneath oressa okay it's by broken spear let me tell you something this game looks freaking dope 
It is a 3D animated, like, so it's not like a 2D plane. It's 3D. Roguelike card, like a deck building game. You level up your cards as opposed to just like getting new cards. Like you level them up as, I guess, as you're whatever you get. There's a companion system. You could, the way you uh, shift your characters on the battlefield in 3D actually affects how your moves are how your moves work. This game looks really freaking cool. And I just wanted everybody to know about it. So beneath Oressa is the name of the game. Okay. Check it out on YouTube. There's a link in the, in our, in our chat right now. If you're watching, it looks beautiful. And honestly, it might be one of my most anticipated indie games that I've come across in the last couple of weeks. That sounds like a big game I'd be interested in. I love art. any any game that brings card mechanics. Mm. I love deck building. I think deck building games. I like that they're starting to become more of a thing. Yeah, they're they're pretty a, they're pretty huge. Yeah, it's just it's so much nice randomness and you know, there's good games. Yeah, Slay the Spire kind of oh, love put that. it back love in the, like game. the mainstream. I would say, um, yeah. but it's a ton of fun. Uh, I love I love those games too. And this game looks really freaking cool. Like I love the art style of this game. Um, so check it out, look it up, um, and you know, maybe uh, keep your eyes and ears open for it. All right, let's get into the dual screens report. Uh, we have a few things that we're going to talk about here. A lot of some things are going to deserve a little bit longer, of, more of our time. Um, well, twenty years of Halo of uh, Xbox is here, and Halo <laughs> Infinite is finally here, sort of, sort of. One third of Halo Infinite is out. That's right. The multiplayer uh, is out right now. And a lot of people are playing that game. And some people have nothing but great things to say about it. Some people are a little lukewarm about it. There are obviously the the battle pass has a pretty glaring issue um, right now. But if you're uh, if you haven't had a chance to go to to dive into it, you should definitely give it a try. High octane craziness. Um, it's it's Halo multiplayer. The only the, like I said, the battle pass. I don't know if you had any uh, chance to like dabble with any of that, but the battle I sure did. Yeah, the battle pass. Like it's tied to um, doing your dailies and weeklies. It, yeah, you don't get yeah. anything for like your your regular XP stuff. Yeah, no, it, it takes a long time to bring up. I. I I think I've played so far, I'm about 10 or 15 matches in and I'm only level two. And it's just because I'll be in a match that's like capture a right. zone is one of my weeklies. And right now I haven't played a domination match in like four or five matches. So I'm just like, okay, well, I'll just wait for that to be there. And right. Cause it's also a playlist. Rotate, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not like the old, and, and I know, I keep on trying to tell people that this is still technically when they did release it a month early, it still is in beta. And I know I'm probably going to take a wild guess and say at some point we're going to have it where we can go, okay, I don't want to play free for all. I don't want to play this. I don't want to play right. that. I don't want to play this. We can just pick what mode we want to play. Um, but for right now, it's basically when you push what mode you want to play, it just puts you in all of them. You don't get a choice. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I've had so much fun experiences. It just makes me relive my old Halo days is pretty much what's. Yeah. And, and I think that was the intent here. The intent here was to yeah. say, hey, no, we it's still Halo. Like you're yeah. still going to have fun with this thing. Um, I always make fun of the fact that it's a third of a game because I just 
I think it's hilarious that you say that Halo Infinite's out, but it's really only a part of the game because there's yeah. there's the um the actual campaign which is not out yet, and then there there's the other part. I forget what it's called. The forge mode. The forge, forge mode. That's right. That, and yeah, that, yeah. that is so out. so far we still have no forge mode. Uh, we do have custom matches with bots, <clears throat> um, which I got to dabble a little bit in. Um, but outside of that, it's just your basic multiplayer. Um, which right now there's only two playlists or three mm-hmm. playlists. Sorry, there's your custom bot matches, mm-hmm. which is you versus a bunch of bots. Then you've got your regular playlist, and then you've got your big team battle, which is due to Halo this time around, right. where it's a big giant 24, uh, 12 on 12. I wish they would go matches. bigger. I miss Mag. I want Mag. I, I do, yeah. <laughs> I, I do wish that this would, that it is one big thing with the big team battle. Um, because right now, you know, look at it like every other game is doing 128 players to 64 to whatever. Uh, whereas, you know, Halo's coming out being like, oh, it's so big, 24 people. But then they only have one map. And it's like. Yeah, but, you know, that all that's good. But you know what? It's new. Yeah. It's new. And yeah. that's what I mean. Big thing. The big thing yeah. is that I, the enjoyment that I see out of this compared to every other game that we've seen so far is that this is a free to play game that with the way they've set up the system with like the way they have the skins, with the way they have the thing, they're going to be making so much money from this that they're going to continue to make this bigger and bigger and bigger. And the idea that I don't have to have an Xbox Live account to, to play online, I don't have to have an Xbox, I can do this on my PC. Um, I think this is where we're going to see that be a big giant. Um, this this game is going to be bigger and better, I think. This the, this it, is the beginning of the of yeah. Halo as a, as a games of service. And that's fine if they want to weave in and out and like release single player. I think that's why they're releasing it like this It's because they're yeah. setting the expectation that they're every once in a while, they're going to set out a single player campaign or whatever mm-hmm. co-op co- campaign. But like the main thing is going to be their multiplayer. It's going to be the driver oh, for, the, exactly. for the game for the rest yeah. of eternity. Oh, yeah. And that's totally cool. Like go for it. I'm all for it. Do what you got to do. Um, Halo is a great, great system seller. And if you're going to make Halo essentially, a platform rather than a tentpole event every four or five years. That's, exactly. that's going to drive sales, especially game pass stuff. That's going to drive that shit through the, the roof. So good stuff. Speaking of Microsoft, uh, elder scroll six is, is going to release for Xbox and PC only. It is finally confirmed. There's no more rumors of where this is going to yep. go. It will not be on PS five as if we didn't already know that. Cause it's probably, I mean, yes, I did give reasons why I, I it hoped. could yeah. not, you know, just leaving money on the table. But honestly, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, so the Xbox boss man uh, had an interview with GQ, which I don't understand. Why does GQ get these interviews all the time? What's well, the with GQ always, magazine? I, well, the other thing I find always interesting, too, is whenever we get an news right now especially with big breaking news like this it's always phil spencer like we're not hearing from tom howard which is interesting i i'm i'm surprised we didn't get a statement from him saying look at we've come to a decision this is what the decision is from right. the, uh, the bethesda team we get it from phil spencer saying look this is what's happening right. um it is weird that yeah every time that an article comes out and then everyone talks to gq about the article that was written about phil and it's like it's a really weird loop of everyone trying to get information right now about it right um because obviously more people want to delve into the the point of okay um like my big prediction was i knew that it wasn't going to say comfort for ps5 i still 
might still hold my opinion right. where I believe that it's going to be on only Game Pass and Game Pass will be on PS5 by the time Elder Scrolls comes out. That's my... Ooh, that's a I bold believe. prediction. I, I, it, it's still something where it, Phil Spencer, when he had the, when we had the um, interview a couple, a year, about a year and a half ago, where he said that Switch and PS4 to have Game Pass were in their sights. It just wasn't at this point in time. And I think that basically the way it's going to work is that they're holding Game Pass as a kind of uh, a big giant thing where if they need a big giant boost in subscribers, you know, how many people when Elder Scrolls 6 releases, if they go, hey, guess what? For Switch users, it's cloud. For PS4 users and PS5 users, you pay your Game Pass, but they give us such a small labor. Like they just give us a, like a partial library. So many people would buy it. A hundred percent, a whole bunch of. I would. I would. Yeah, pay. if it's if it's the money. exclusives only. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be a way. To, yeah, no, I would buy cool. it. And then you think about how many people don't care about twelve dollars coming out of their account. It's going to be like I'll pay four times over just to play Elder Scrolls. I'll have it sitting there in my account for a year and a half, and I'll pay a hundred and fifty dollars just to play Elder Scrolls. If I could but. play Game Pass on my PS Five using my switch for remote play oh man like whoa that would be the perfect harmony it would all come it will all come together you know how, and that that makes you wonder like how many that's another topic for another day but like how many sales if they actually did that where they said here switch like game passes on everything including playstation and switch how many more how much their subscriptions would go up i would say they wouldn't they would double i wouldn't doubt in my mind they would double if not triple <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it it would definitely be it would be an easier pill to swallow for the Sony fanboys. Oh yeah, you know, and I could see it now, like all the tweets and TikToks of like people turning around, like tur- like pointing at their PlayStations, looking at the camera, like, "Hey, look, it's Halo on my PlayStation." Like, yeah. I could totally see that happening. And- well, they already advertised in the in the Japan um, when we had the Japan conference. Uh, they advertised the them playing Game Pass with a PS4 controller. So they've already integrated on PC to allow you to play Xbox games right. with a PS4 controller, which tells me they're already looking at the integration on PlayStation. Like, there's I mean, things that may, have led up yeah, to the it, PS4 but- controller it, it has been a, a game on, a, a controller to be used in PC yeah. gaming for a while now. So oh yeah, but it's it, that doesn't really say much to me but we'll, we'll see but anyway either way it's happening um I, I think we forgot to also mention uh with the 20 year anniversary everything was halo and also there's a halo series coming out now yep, yep. and um, then they're having the new orchestra they showed a new version of the song should and be then, you know you know it's it wasn't it didn't bl- like I understand that like Halo needs to be what you what you do, but it didn't like blow me away like how they're celebrating. But then again, I'm not the au- target audience for this. I didn't grow no. up with Xbox, so well see, and I half did, and I was really kind of shocked that during this 20 years they didn't try to bring out those franchises that we saw at the beginning of the Xbox era, where like the generation of people that think perfect dark is actually originally born on xbox and same jade, with fable J- uh, jade empire yeah jade empire like like fable i'm surprised we didn't get anything about fable or any type of other announcements it seems like this was just more or less 20 years of xbox halo 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 halo. those halo, controllers halo. look dope oh those controllers look sweet those but those like, halo controllers are ridiculous yeah. they're beautiful but i mean that that's the thing i think xbox has kind of really learned what 
people want out of Xbox, which is good. They're finally going, you know what? We understand what people like from us. It's Halo and this stuff, and we're just going to do what we do. So All right. good on them. The game awards nominees are out, Corey. So we're going to go over some of the heavy hitters here. Um, There's some games missing from this list, but and uh, there, yes, there, there are is. some games that are not. So we have... For game of the year, we'll start there because that's where their website starts. Yeah, we have yeah, Deathloop, yeah. It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. What is your glaring omission? Uh, I mean, there's a lot. The, the interesting part, I'm, I'm surprised with uh, Forza coming out i know i don't know if Forza it missed was the, cutoff. the cutoff it missed the cutoff yeah okay missed the so it's gonna be in next year's then it would have to yeah it would have to be for next year yeah um same thing with halo the, yeah it's just it's weird that i don't see there's just i don't know it's weird that like when i try to think of what game you, like when i saw this initial list i'm like i'm sure there's other games that should be on this list but when i thought about it i'm like I don't remember them and that it's this is the first year in a long time when if you would have given me the top 10 games of the year I can't name anything like the list is not as good as other years yeah but I mean for me like I don't know for like a, Valhalla I mean I think Valhalla should be is is a great Valheim? Assassin's Creed game. Oh, Val- Valheim, oh Assassin's yeah. Creed. Okay. Yeah. No, Assassin's Creed. And in same with same with Phoenix Phoenix. Uh Phoenix Rising. That was a great game. And the idea that this that game isn't anywhere on this list is also surprises me. But I think that's because sadly, those are all games that come out came out so early in the year. Well and really Resident Evil out, Village came out really early in the year. But um, I think that had the meme, but it had it, it there was always things that were keeping people remembering Village, whereas I don't think Assassin's Creed and uh, uh, Valhalla had the push to continue the people going in it. And same with like Far Cry 6. Like, I'm surprised that's also, but but Mm. once again, it's, I don't know, it's it's down to the person that wants it. I I didn't see any games or can't think of any games that I would put on the list. For me, there's two that come to mind immediately. Returnal is one of them. I think Returnal yeah. was absolutely beautiful and and just made. I still haven't beaten it. I think that might be something that goes against it is that it's not necessarily as accessible as these other games on the list. Um, yeah. The other one is Kana, uh, Bridge of Spirits. I think Kana. Yes, I'm quite surprised actually that that didn't. Um, hit now, up there. what do I take off this list? The only thing I would take off is Psychonauts Two. Everything I saw about that game seemed completely uninteresting to me. But I, yeah. I'm not a Psychonauts person. I'm not a platformer person. So, like, yeah. I, it's not really for me. Like, Ratchet and Clank was absolutely f- beautiful. Um, yeah. But if I was to vote right now based on this list on, on the screen, It Takes Two gets my vote every time. If I had 10 times to vote, I would vote It Takes Two every single time. Um, But It Takes Two is the only game on <laughs> on this list that I played. But, yeah, but and I see, can't. For me, I've played everything, and yeah. if if I was to choose, I would have a hard choice between Ratchet and Clank and Deathloop. I say that I would probably go more Ratchet and Clank. Mm. I I would probably do the split fifty fifty, maybe even seventy five twenty five with Ratchet and Clank to Deathloop. Mm. And I'm not just trying to be a Sony fan here and say that it's PS five. It's just that really 
I think when you think of game of the year, usually that's games that push the innovation of what a game is meant to be. And Ratchet and Clank came out to be such a different game where right. you were having seamless cinematics, you were having this open world. It used the controller, uh, used a controller layout that we've never seen before, and it kind of gave this story. And it wasn't like yes, it was short, but right. you know. I still like I had my buddy over the other day and I'm like, you want to see what a PS5 can do? And I booted up Ratchet and Clank and I'm like, watch this, watch a quick, watch a quick it loads, watch me do these riff things, watch me like, here's the control, he handed him the controller, let him play around with the guns. And he's like, that's crazy. This is what a PS5 should do. Yeah. And I mean, that's the reason why my vote would go there. Yeah. Um, best game direction. It's basically the same list, except Returnal is on this list. Uh, Resident Evil is not. Um, and there's something else that's not, I think. Oh, and uh, Metroid is not. Um, for best game direction, I'd probably go with Returnal. Um, yeah. Because I just think that that all the systems that talk to each other, the way they tell the story is beautiful. Um, best narrative. You have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. I would give this to It Takes Two, obviously, because it's the one that I played, but also I cannot speak, say, speak highly enough at how that, like, the beauty of that story in that game. I, I have to play this. This is one game I have yet to play. This game, um, I'm telling you. I've told people that it's, they, they've told me it's just, I need to play it. It's just fucking brilliant. Like, every single line of dialogue is brilliant. The yeah. world design is brilliant. Just Everything is just beautiful in that video game. Uh, let's move on to a couple of other categories here. Art direction, yeah. you have the Artful Escape, Deathloop, Kena, or Kena, excuse me, <clears throat> Psychonauts, and Ratchet and Clank. I could see something like uh, Artful Escape getting that one. Um, best score and music. Huh. You got Near Replicant, version 1, <laughs> version 1.22. <laughs> Four three seven whatever. four yeah. four eight seven <laughs> yeah. one three nine. Uh, okay. Cyberpunk, The Artful Escape, Death Loop, and Marvel. I think Cyberpunk's gonna get something. This could probably be it. But a yeah, lot of their shit was, you know, copywritten and licensed yeah, I music. Think, in all honesty, with this one, I would probably go near just because when they did do the track, right. uh, Square Enix has been really. <laughs> putting money out there to not just go here's the reversion of the game we're just going to give you the same old songs we're not going to do anything with them we're just going to give them a little bit of a dab they're really 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 uh putting effort into redoing the music they're like rewriting it they're actually redoing everything and you know for me that's where um i find that i would probably give it to near just in the sense of that side but once again i've only played a couple on the list Mm. And for me, near would be the. Here's a shocker. That. Here's a shocker. Best audio design. Guess what? Forza Horizon Five is on here, so I guess Forza didn't make, make, make the miss the cutoff. Well, see, and that's so weird. The idea that you know, if it did make the list, and you know, came out, and it's on, it's able to hit these categories. The idea that it's not game of the year surprises me i know it's a sports game and i know you know it's 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 the same old well it's forza but it's just better forza it's the same old thing and i get that argument but when you're having so many people that this game brought them to buy an xbox when this game brought people to like this is why you need to play an xbox the same reason why ratchet and clank should win game of the year for being that game to push people right. on playstation this is the game that pushes people on xbox and the idea that like i say village was good but was it 
game of the year good i don't think so like i think village is a great game i don't think it's a game it didn't do anything different i think seven is still a better game than village and the a idea lot of people that, think that yeah and the idea that seven was never like like seven was considered a couple things but like you know i think forza sh should have been on the list if it's going to qualify for this well so but it'll probably win best sound direction because they'll just give it to it for the right there i mean there is some forza news also it's it just peaked i think at nine and a half million players which is crazy that's an insane amount of people right now nine and which, a half I million mean, see where i would like to hear about that is how many people are playing this on game pass to actually purchasing the game it doesn't matter it doesn't matter oh, i guess so i guess it doesn't matter it doesn't now, matter I mean, yeah, yeah like the, the, the money's the of, money's earned yeah like that's it yeah yeah nine and a half million but it, it really goes to show though that that game pass does uh give life to games and the idea that you know i be, i wouldn't doubt it there's a lot of people especially with that dollar a month right now i was very tempted at the beginning of this month to be like do i just put that dollar out and play some forza like on my pc yeah because it, it definitely like this month was a very big month for pc and for big games from xbox so even if only game pass people played forza 5 if it was only game pass it would be it would be the equivalent of 114 million dollars yeah which is crazy um so, so yeah it's it's like it's making its money back it's it's, do, it's, it's doing its thing <laughs> it's proving it's proving that it is one of the bigger stronger games that have come out from xbox and still mm -hmm. always be that big game from them so uh the next category on here is the best performance um i think Giancarlo Esposito is going to win this just because he's the biggest name on here and they probably want mm -hmm. that recognition. Um, yeah. uh, but we have Erica Morai as Alex Chen from Life is Strange. Uh, Jason Kelly, or yeah, I think it's Kelly. If it's an E1, yeah. I think it's still Kelly. As Colt Vaughn from Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu. I always forget how to say that. From Resident Evil. And Oziomo Akaga. Ak Akaga, I think that's how you say that, uh, played Juliana Blake in Deathloop. So I just think Giancarlo Esposito is getting this just because of yep. who he is and all that fun stuff. I'm sorry for butchering names. I can't read. Uh, games for Impact, we have Boyfriend Dungeon, which is hilarious that that's on there. Before Your Eyes, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, No Longer Home, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, former guest of the show, and Boyfriend Dungeon, former guest of the show, we will be crafting fancy tweets about our interviews with those now Game Award nominated uh, video games that were guests on our show. Both the creators, the people who made those games that conceived it in their brain and created it were on our show, the Dual Screens Podcast, friends. And we'll, don't worry, we'll, we'll be tweeting that stuff out, but you could go to uh, you know our YouTube and, and look at that. Um, Chicory, Chicory should get that. Chicory is such a beautiful game and it's so it's got such a cool message. Um I, I don't really know if you want to talk about that, but let's just go through these categories really quick. I, uh, I've never played any of those games, so that's okay. Best ongoing game, you got Apex Legends, Final Fantasy 14 Online, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Call of Duty Warzone. Uh Fuck we, we Warzone. Know, we know Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy's getting this. that. Yep. Uh, it, it, I think it's going to because literally it's got a new expansion that came out this year. Plus, you know, it just keeps on. It's the now the number one played MMO. I don't. It went yeah. and took out war, war uh, like it wow. took yeah. 
World of Warcraft out of this list. Yep. Um, best indie, and this is where we're going to end it. Uh, 12 Minutes, Death Store, Inscription, Kana, Bridge, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. This is the one I could see Kana getting. I think Kana is but very high. Loop Hero is so yeah. good. <laughs> Loop Hero is so good. Like I haven't played either, but oh, yeah, I know. I Loop can, Hero can... is like a drug to me, but Kane is getting that. All right, so let's let's get. Can we, can we, we just talk about that. one thing yeah. before we move out this list? Because there's one more thing that I find really weird. What's that? Is that I know it's been a very slow year, mm-hmm. but the idea that I love Cyberpunk 2077, but the idea that it's named for best RPG of the year is it really? <laughs> It is. it's on the list all right best and action I'm like, game i'm going through these i want to the see idea, the idea Yikes. that the idea that you know i'm surprised that wow. there isn't other games that are on this list uh-huh that could fit that slot and i love cyberpunk i love it as a game i agree that it was a good game but i don't think you can put this on a list to be oh best RPG. my god Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is nominated for Best Fighting Game. <laughs> There's a lot of weird nominees this year. It's one of the weirdest years where I went down and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Like, what's going on? And that's where, like, even Best <laughs> RPG, like, the idea that there's only five games in the category for Best RPG, I'm like, has there not been more than five RPGs that we can name There's been a gajillion. Year? There's been a gajillion. Yet, yet, yet we can only name five <laughs> and include Cyberpunk 2077 in this list. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move along, please, for the love of God. This announcement broke my entire existence, and I am so fucking here for it Corey. dragon ball the breakers oh i saw this yes <laughs> oh, god i it is, i was so excited when is, they showed this i was like what is this it's dead what by daylight with dragon ball Z with, but cell is the killer and you get to be all of them get, um they yeah. released that you get to be frieza and Boo is going to be a oh, character the as other, well. Oh my god! They just yeah. See, so I didn't you've read got anything three, about this. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you look oh at the actual god. cover art, it's if you look at the cover art for it, it's it's Cell, Boo, and Frieza. The idea you get to be those three main villains, and your whole goal is to just run around the city and try to kill seven people and actually like murder them. Like this is not yeah. like. Yeah. I know Dragon Ball Z has always been that, oh, yeah, giant key blades, but there's never been really a lot of, like, implemented violence in this. Like, I know we've brushed over that Cell, you know, eats people from the inside and things like this, but this is an active game where the whole goal of the game, especially when they pick Cell as the one person, that your whole goal is just to find seven people oh, and kill them, man. and they hope they can survive in time long enough for the Z fighters to get in there. That, like, this is so fucking brilliant. <laughs> If if Cell is not a killer in Dead by Daylight at some point now, like if they're not on the phone saying we get him in here, like yeah. he is perfect. Perfect. Because oh, exactly. if you don't know the story of of Cell specifically, Cell was came from the future in or whatever it was. No, no, he was just released yeah, at came, a certain no, time. No, he came from the no, he, yeah, he came from the future in Trunks's pod. Right. Anyway, so he's this Trunks, tiny little thing. Like, he's like he's basically a, a a an android but that grows in power based on consuming life forms. 
So mm-hmm. it comes on this earth, basically like the blob starts eating people, but destroys entire cities while doing it. And all the Z heroes are gone. There's nobody there to fight yeah. them except for yeah, like the, the C team. Yeah. I think Goku's having like some heart disease and whatever. And right. he's just going on rampages and right. the way he does it too. Like I watched a list after this came out and it was most disturbing things ever done in Dragon Ball Z. And like cell was on like four of those things. Yeah. And it's because the way cell kills people, the time the way like, like Frieza. Yeah. Frieza just like, Ah, energy beam, bloom, blow you up, whatever. Yeah. Cell was literally going into cities and finding basic civilians, yeah. stabbing them with his giant friggin' tail, tail yeah. and then eating Sucking them from them. the inside <laughs> out while they were still alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, I mean, and then like his whole goal is to like suck up the other androids so he could become perfect Cell. So yeah. obviously, like this is all a race against time. You're trying to you know, like escape from him until the Z fighters show up and kill him. But good Lord, I am so freaking excited because you also, uh, obviously you're not just playing the killer. You also get to be the people trying yeah. to survive, which is, of well, course, the, is idea, that dead by daylight. the cool thing is too, is they also took characters that we already know mm-hmm. uh, some of the characters, And the idea that they gave them the powers that we know too, was cool. Like, yeah. so if you're, I can't remember his name, but the pig, uh, you can transform into objects and that's your mm-hmm. way to hide from cell. Yeah. If you're the science looking girl that looks like Bulma, you can like make a spaceship and a rocket. And then like, it's so funny because there's a scene where cells coming in to like, try to destroy them. And she builds the rocket ship. And then someone's just like, I want to get the heck out of here. <laughs> jumps on the just side of the on it, rocket yeah. and yeah. then it just like jetted off like oh this game looks so good i can't wait um it's interesting that i'm so glad that you know dragon ball z games are moving in the way of not just being fighting games anymore like they've actually like ventured off into like action adventure games and now we've got this coming out like it's really interesting how we have a anime franchise that's all about fighting now having different types of modes for sure yeah um Good Lord. Yeah. GTA, the trilogy has a Metacritic aggregate score of 0.5. It's up to 0.6 now, but it's also got like 10,000 more views. Yeah, it is. uh... Oh, it's bad. And even critics, I think the critic rating right now is around like the five and a half to six. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, There's tons of bugs they're they've removed a lot of what made the game charming visually um they just really didn't do a very good job on these on this and i'm sure it wasn't even them i'm sure it wasn't even uh what's it called their rock star that did this right i I don't even i honestly i have no idea but this is this is tough man some quotes here uh we the Eurogamer put this article out it's very short um (laughs) one of the one of the most uh thumbs up or helpful whatever reviews says this is it this is the end of rockstar relax uh this is just too much uh the highest it had the highest number of helpful points this is unacceptable on so many levels i can't even find the right words quote this so-called definitive edition is one of the most pathetic remasters of all time especially considering how amazing rockstar used to be they were the top they have two of the best selling video games of this generation and they keep releasing the same game now a third time relax they're they're still on top <laughs> um they were the best there ever was they showed other developers what can be done i just can't believe that this is uh 
that the can't believe that the end of Rockstar would be like this. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I'm watching some people play it. It doesn't look particularly terrible to me, but like, if you're gonna call something the definitive edition, it better be better than the originals. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the big thing. A lot of people I've I've heard compare this to the idea of this being worse than Cyberpunk in the sense that, um, it's not that the game as a whole is bad just like cyberpunk like the the whole of cyberpunk isn't bad it's just there's so many glitches there's so many problems with just the way it runs there's so many things that are happening that way that that's what causes it to be bad right and um a lot of people are like this is just basically cyberpunk all over again except for worse Mm. um so it's it's crazy that this is what's happening now so (sighs) oh well speaking of uh remastering <laughs> oh boy Streamlabs remastered Lightstream in in a, in a basically copying their exact product and advertising for said product for those of you that are not in the know here ladies and gentlemen it is now time for the hype zone this is the hypiest of hype because we have th- this this Twitter thread <laughs> Let me tell you, it is something special. Literally, word for word, copied Lightstream's entire presentation. I can't even do... I'm just going to go section by section. Yeah, I, I, I don't know <clears throat> anything about this. You're okay. Have to Ready? Let, let me know the deets, yeah. Lightstream's been doing this for years. This is their product for years, okay? Now, Streamlabs has come out with their own thing called Streamlabs Studio, okay? Yeah, yeah. Here is the copy. Uh, have you have you seen the picture? Have you pulled this up at all? No, no, I all haven't right, I'm putting it, I'm putting it in, in the, in the hey, chat. Hey, hey. <clears throat> okay, I'll, I'll pull this up. Let's Lightstream. See. Let's see. Level up your Xbox and PlayStation streams. Automatically add overlays, alerts, and other media every time you go live. Then let's move over to Streamlabs. Level oh up gosh, your console is... streams. Automatically add overlays, alerts, and other media every time you go live. Okay? Uh-oh. Literally, yeah. almost word for word. How does oh, it work? Oh my god. Activate. Personalize stream. Streamlabs. How does it work? No question mark, though. Activate. Personalize stream. Okay? Here we go. The third one. Cloud capture for console streams. Streamlabs. Cloud capture for console streams. Oh my lord. And the paragraphs are the same too, but they're too small for me to see right now, so I'm not reading them. Uh, full layout and design control. Streamlabs. Full layout and design control. <laughs> Next one. All you need is your console. Now, this is where they went a little different. Oh, this is Streamlabs. Yeah, I can see. Go this. live in minutes from your console. Okay. Next one. Remote control from your couch. Oh no. Streamlabs. Remote control from your couch. And my favorite part, my absolute favorite part is the two tweets. Is the quotes below, which are supposedly tweets. This is Lightstreams. Okay. Quote Lightstream is literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you so much for making it so easy. Next quote Love this platform. Love how they listen to their community. Streamlabs. Streamlabs Studio is literally one of the greatest things I've ever discovered. Thank you so much for making it easy. Next quote. Love this platform. Love how they listen to their community. 
It is the perfect platform for console sh sharing. Oh, so you're telling me that it, you know what the worst part about this is, is that whatever, whoever made those quotes, whether it was made internally or by some poor person they paid to do it, the idea they went word for word uh -huh. is well, like it, it's, it gets better. It, Streamlabs it, replies. Oh, no. Two Lightstream's posts, which, which, by the way, Lightstream started this by saying, clown emoji, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it up a bit so it's not obvious you copied. Clown, bet. And then they did the picture. Streamlabs replies, <clears throat> we made a mistake. Text on the landing page was placeholder text that went into production by error. This is our fault. We removed the text as soon as we found out. Our intended version is now live. Lightstream, uh, Lightstream team is great, and we've reached out directly to them to apologize. Hold on. Did they fix it properly, or did they just totally shatter this thing? It, oh, I'm trying to find their reply. Oh, no. Um, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Lightstream basically replied, I can't find the reply, though, and said... I would believe that, except you also used it in all of your videos <laughs> to promote it and like their press release to like the email, the email press release. You also used the exact same wordage. Um, good God almighty. What is happening uh, on this earth? I don't know. It's it's. You know, it's 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 funny because this just reminds me every time I see, see stuff like this where it's always those, uh, you know, the mobile ads where every mobile ad for a um, game is the exact same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pictures of Dragon Ball and Z. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Pokemon. Picture, like, what is whatever this? Whatever it is. Yeah. Or it's like ads that are have nothing to do with the game that are just like copies of what other popular games do. And it's like. I get it that it's almost the exact same thing, but I mean, to go out this way and uh, put it the exact same way, like there's, there's gotta be better ways to do this. Like even the layout's the same. Yeah. I, I the layout it. is maybe, exactly the same. Maybe this was someone just, you know, copying their thing and then like writing what they would do for themselves. And then like, you know, they were going to change it up a bit and, and right. not release this. But at the exact same time, this is one of those things where it's, ah, blame it on the guy that made it and whatever. It's, it's the fault that we released one that wasn't supposed to be this, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It is it not, is it is not something I recommend doing if you're, if you're in advertising. <laughs> no, <sighs> It is, it is something special. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other thing it pointed out by Miss Envy in the chat is Streamlabs OBS is, has nothing to do with OBS, like the actual OBS. And it's the exact same layout. Like it's yeah. the same program, essentially. Can you imagine? I'm switching from, this is the last time I'm, I'm streaming from Streamlabs. You heard it here first, folks. Last time. I'm getting OBS on my computer, and that's it. It's done. You know what else is done, Corey? The show. No question, no nothing. This I didn't, is I, it. No, because there, there's no question. There's no question. I didn't put it up this week, but I will. I will for next week. The question is, why are you guys not bringing five friends 
into yeah. the Patreon group or no, no, into no. dual screens. Just, just, just I'm listening give, to us. Give, the give them the show. Just be like, get there. Grab your friend's iPhone. Just look to your left or your right, whether it's your significant other, a sibling. It doesn't matter. Just Go, grab, their, grab their iPhone or Android, Android device. It doesn't matter. And search for the dual screens podcast or what. I don't think we're approved on Apple yet for this show. Do it. I don't care about the Twitch coming in here live. I mean the downloads. Get the show from on YouTube in front of people. Just get it. Just do it. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. Uh Corey, this is fun. Thank you for doing this. It's gonna be a short one because my throat is killing me. And I have to do another show and I don't and I'm just tired. Um Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We do appreciate all of you that are here. Thank you for listening. Uh, our audio listeners, again, if you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at dual underscore screens on Twitter. Uh, I am at Batchild27. I'm also on TikTok, at BatchildTikTok. Let's go give me a follow over there. <laughs> want to hit 100 before my birthday, which is Friday! And I'm doing a 24-hour stream over at twitch.tv slash Batchild. There's going to be a lot of goals. A lot of goals. A lot of silliness. Could we earn the Bat-Tub stream? Could the we do it? Tub. Could we do it? Will we get a Bat-Tub stream? That is the question. Can it happen? Can it happen? <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you, listeners. Corey, you are at The Grounded Gamer. No E, double D. Andy is at Pants Guy. Perger is at It's Perger. Please check out our brand new show, Faction Wars, a new world podcast, which we'll be posting tonight. I love you all. And as always, please be excellent to each other. And stay grounded. Stay grounded.